So, welcome everyone to the second session of the possibility coaching training. And today I want to open um, the space for what, what is actually possibility coaching and what is an emotional healing process all about. And to enter this space, I first of all want to invite us to center ourselves and ground ourselves, make our bubbles, also make our golden cubes so that we all hold space for this research and possibility journey. And I'm red today. Silver. Blue. Blue. Brown. Blue, Blue, purple. Yellow. Violet. Thank you. Today I was, I was researching what is actually possibility coaching. And even there exists a, a homepage with a lot of possibilities and, and um, distinctions. And there is already a lot of clarity. It's such a, a vast um, space, even how I perceive it. Um, there are so many different kind of territories, and especially when we are talking about an EHP. What is an EHP? And what kind of EHPs do we have? And um, I had even the question, do we, like, do I want to, like propose to use the word EHP just in a specific way and not in this as every session is a EHP and um, or do we want to to come up also with different kind of um, other namings or um, yeah yeah namings with more clarity what it is and I want to show you what I came up with just to, to, to give you the map where I was diving. What is it all about? And just a brief overview. It's, a, it's, it's chaos. Yeah. It's chaos. And at the same time, it's like abundance. And everything is interlinked. And um, I thought like, wow, how can, how can we also on this journey um, the next weeks bring clarity somehow in these inner distinctions like okay but wh what is it all about what is it all about what wh why why it needs to um, start with a mental or with a mental body or why it we need to start with the physical body and the emotional body and energetics and why it leads then to the archetypal and how is it all interlinked and also to to d dive into this different kind of territories. And um, I found that there are like, um, yeah, different territories, different entry points. And I want to, to collect your findings also from the first three cell. What, what, is, what is it where you are, um, at your edge, where are the territories 
you are already um, you already started to embody but also where, where where do you need to have like the next step and where you are stuck what are the territories you're you're not so much going into yourself in in your inner structure and um, where do you need to to dive more into your inner structure so that you also kind of attract different kind of clients um, because they are also matching your inner structure um, what you can give them is also mirrored in your in your inner structure what you can hold and i um i want to yeah discover um, or like want to to bring also the distinction is like when we are when we are kind of the reference point when we are the kind of the deepest or the most um, the space like when we are the space through the bright principles do their work um mainly we are the the person in the space with the highest or like the how do i say the highest metrics and therefore it's like how when how can we even expand into um expand their way and what i found is like when we are discovering our inner structure and dismantle um we are also um, opening the door for for the clients and this is also the same thing what we do for the client we are dismantling and um, discovering the inner structure of of the clients um, so that we create the next doorway that we can find out wh what is actually the next door and so that they become the next space holders and that we are not doing it just for the client but for the next generation and and to open also this 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 space in us that we are um, not just serving one person but much more so that the the space gets wider and we are letting actually more information through trying to kind of the it passes already on to to the next generation to the we start the the ripple effect and the necessity pulls more through us when we are opening this this inner structure even more and when we are when we know that we do that energetically emotionally um, that we are typing into this archetypal domain so that this the, the forces can do their job and um, I want to 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 like spread out in 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 practice spaces like in breakout rooms, and I want that you discover where is my leading edge, like where is your leading edge with space holding, especially with the EHPs or like with possibility coaching. I really want to to make it wider because I. Um, I think a lot of you you are very good and trained uh, trained in in diving into the emotion, guide the the person into into the feelings, and then um, integrate the the emotional reactivity. And 
it's much more so like where do you have your leading edge and your your also your questions how can you um develop this and that even more and i want that you um you you as a, like you you go in pairs and the coach is asking you deepening questions like um your research question as a client is where is my leading edge in space holding and um where do i feel stuck um yeah and and the coach is asking deepening questions and is scanning what skill is missing so what is actually um is it metrics which is missing is there an initiation is there maybe also an uh, emotional healing process is there a distinction missing is there whatever you you scan you you write down and then you you as a coach you write down what you hear and then afterwards you're gonna share share it with the other person with the client yeah does it are there any questions about that? And then, of course, we are, you're shifting. The coach, I ask deepening questions and I write down what I scan and then I share it. Yeah, but you can also like you're you're speaking to, to your client. Like first, like where's your leading edge? You ask as a coach, where's your leading edge at uh, in space holding? And then you 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 are in a coaching situation and first of all of course the, the the client is sharing something last time we were just scanning the person and the uh, the, the client was not uh, saying anything this is a this is a different different practice what is leading edge exactly is it it's your it's your learning edge it's like where you are Banding into. Okay, so it's it is also it is the direction of where I've already evolved towards, but where is yes. my edge in that? Okay. Yes, yes. It's like um, it it could be. Hey, I I want to I want to learn more about mimetic structures, and it's like. I have no idea about mimetic structures or how do I do this and how do I approach a client with this and or I started doing it and I have no idea if it worked and how does it work with other people or is there what is there you know for example yeah, yeah. great okay I'm gonna check and how many minutes yeah, 10 minutes each. Thank you. Going to be a free flow of doing this or you're going to be sending us some kind of uh, shifting. Yeah, I'm going to send you the 10, 10 minutes shift. Okay. Yeah. Moment. My button is not working. Now. Great. So, and I will join you. Thank you. So enjoy.
Hello. Hi. Yeah, so I I love this. I love I have an approach. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah, I guess I'm confused about what is anger in space holding. Because if I'm clear and if I if I hold the space and if I ask questions and all these things, then maybe that's anger. And I just have this story in my mind that I should be more <laughs> because that's what, because I've heard people saying these. Um, Can you repeat the last I'm actually very, I guess my leading edge is every, I know I feel shy or afraid to use more anger. And so I have in clarity around what people mean when they say use anger in space holding. People used to say that to me when I just began. So I'm pretty sure I've evolved since then. I don't know if somebody would still give me that feedback. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it could be that anger is a leading edge to use more anger in space holding. Yeah, so that's a research question. And I'll, I'm actually thinking now I'll ask for feedback about that specifically in my three cell. Yeah. I, I think my, my leading edge is actually everything that I don't know is possible in a session. Because actually, and it's kind of rare for, for me to speak in this way about myself, but I'm actually very glad about how I hold space. And I know having an edge doesn't mean you're doing something wrong, but I'm usually very, I'm, with most things I do, I'm very self-critical and judgmental and stuff. And I'm in, I'm just really happy with the connection that happens and with the results and the feedback that I get and see after. Yeah, so everything that is outside what I can see would be my edge. And I would love to discover what it is that I'm not seeing. And where do you feel stuck? Where do I feel stuck? I feel stuck a little bit, the whole centering thing. No, so Nicole, to... Nicole, use also the space that you give possibilities. Mm, okay. Like she already revealed a lot what you, you see and scan her and say, okay, this might be a next step and give her possibilities what she can do. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Cool. You have four minutes. I'm going to move to the next one. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're a possibility.
Mm. It's a lot of intuition and mm. also some some sense of what is like what is possible what is the next thing possible for us in a group and so the challenge is really to to trust to trust this like my fear and my anger in that i would say the fear of sensing yeah this is the next thing possible and then also having like the courage to go for that with my anger and to mm. um Because it's always, I mean, I'm, I'm inviting us to become a liquid, like to go into a liquid state all. And that somehow that, that takes some boldness for me, like in, in myself or some risk. Yeah. Mm. Risk taking. Yeah, Natalia, you, it's also your space. It's like you're not just listening as a coach, but give possibilities. Like use what you already heard from Marcus. I, did, I don't know if you talked before, but like use what you already heard to, to give him possibility. What is the next what is the next skill, tool, what you what you can give him as a next key? What what can you see what he cannot see? Mm. Yeah. So you have two more minutes. I'm flying da könnte ich nicht mal irgendwo ansetzen und sagen, okay, da, da fehlt es oder da ähm, bin ich lost. Wie viel fragst du nach? Wenn, wenn du, du, hast, du hast ein Thema und du gehst hin und fragst nach, gezielt nach einem Prozess. Wenn du sagst, du gehst zu einem Training, dann höre ich da drin ein, ähm, du gehst hin und lässt geschehen. Aber wo ist, ist, wo ist das, was, wo du hingehst und sagst, ich will wissen, wie das geht? Konkret im Kontext Possibility Coaching. Mhm. Ja. Wo fragst du? Also an der Stelle jetzt zum Beispiel frage ich, ähm, das, das ist auch der Grund irgendwie, mit oder die Frage, mit der ich reinkomme, was umfasst Possibility Coaching und wo ist die Abgrenzung zu EHP? Und ähm, also wo unterscheidet sich Possibility Coaching von klassischem Coaching oder und so weiter? Also da, das ist, für mich eine Frage und ein Forschungsfeld. Auch um selber ähm, die Abgrenzung für andere machen zu können. Great. Ich fliege weiter. Danke, Christine. Ähm. I still have when I'm lost, when I don't know what is going on, is exactly that point when my control box wants to come and 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 create this fear and I get uh, and suddenly I get confused and I lose the space somehow I because I'm then I get centered on myself I put the attention on myself. Um, because I put attention on myself as if the, the answer or the thing will come from myself. So there's something about uh, like 
like putting yeah all the attention so and and it creates confusion in this space with my confusion and about Martin? putting this pressure i'm i'm is it my control box is uh, martin is your space holding right yeah machine. Johanna, yeah. Martin, you are space holding and the the exercise is already over since half a minute. You did not tell Johanna, like round up, like hold the space. You're the coach. So hey, round up, you have one more minute and you already needed to shift one minute ago. So thank you. Yeah. Okay. Let's so start shifting. Thank you, Johanna. Thank you. Martin, where is your leaning edge in possibility coaching? One, one edge is this, uh, I think I, there is a part which says like I don't have enough experience or like I haven't I like it feels like there there is so much yet to experience by holding a space for others and saying no say, saying yes for holding a space and actually learning. So one edge is actually to really to to really allow myself to type and hold a space for others. It's also connected with this uh, which is lately shifting, but it's like trusting myself that actually I can like. It's not about me, it's about a bright principle, but, and so trusting myself that I, I, I yeah, I can relax enough so it can, it can, it can create a space, it can happen in the space. Okay. So this is edge which is moving. Yeah. Yes, great, Johanna. And, and you give already like possibilities, scan, what could be the next skill, what you are, what you, what you perceive. And then it's kind of an ongoing, conversation and the next question would be uh, where are you stuck or like what? harvest enough so that you give possibilities and i think you had already two or three doorways he gave you yes uh, my first impulse the line is how you can move uh, uh. can you please repeat yeah. What do you want to share? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, is is um, do you have clarity about how to go to 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 your edge? And you you're talking about not having enough experience and not trusting yourself enough. What do you need to to be with that experience? My one possibility is actually to commit, for example, for holding a one EHP for a week, like to have actually ongoing experiments and learning field so I can discover where is my edge. Will you do it or do you commit to that? Yes. Great. And another door he gave you is like this, this fear of having not enough experience this could be a probably a doorway for next ehp and you can tell him this like this 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 is probably a next doorway so he knows his x 
And then from that, yeah. you can give him experiments or like what he just said. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm flying to the next. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Move on. And even there, I'm super cautious. I'm about double checking. Okay. Can I say this? How can I be authentic? And yeah. And the way the other person is reacting, I, I make up this story like, okay, this was too much or uh, what is this actually about? Then I start questioning the whole situation. Like what works for me is when I can be fully myself and go in authentic relationship. But as soon as I'm starting to censor myself in a way that I think, okay, I cannot speak in this way to the person or I need to be more, I don't know, sensitive. Or as soon as I start thinking about it, I lose track somehow. That's what I, what I observe. I mean, I mean, for me, like from the very beginning, like when you were starting to say about this, um, like the, like about your edge being with strangers in the relationship or being too too much polite or too careful saying things. I mean, I it was I have a, I say this. I mean, this is for me like um, the way to kind of initiation to 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 be who you are because i mean yeah monica and give her give her distinctions yeah. like what what does she miss what um, does she miss yes i mean i, exactly? I, I yeah, yeah. Um, yes because for me like being being with you in the relationship as a stranger it's like very value if you tell me your your truth instead of being polite because i because i i um, i have i because i i i appreciate like your value of being you know like like the like the eldest like the you know like the wisdom uh, speaker like the telling a wisdom and and for me this is the way to be in a relationship yeah and what is in the way when you when you when you heard habet what what is in the way of of exactly doing this like actually getting out of her own way what i what i hear habet is that that there is a there is a concept that you would need to do this thing like that there is a construct that you, you you need to be polite or you you are too rude or something there's a kind of a construct in the way that actually people are coming for to to get real they want to get real and if you are holding back if you're bullshitting them then they they, they are not able to get real mm -hmm. and so there is something in in the way of that there's a, I would say it's a, it's a construct, it's a mimetic construct, what is in the way. 
Thank you. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, if if I I was talking about this example now that I was coaching Monica, and like my impulse was to interrupt you in all of the three things you were talking about. I had in mind that it's, there's only 10 minutes and you had the tendency to, to describe it a lot and that you would miss out on my coaching. And then at the end, you said something that you're afraid about the coaching uh, or afraid about what I'm going to say. And that made me say, oh, okay, that's why. That's why she's talking so much. That's why she's taking up all the time. So I won't actually say anything. And then at the end, I asked you, If that's okay for you, because I had not much time to tell you something. And then you said yes. And then I have this feeling of, okay, it's actually not about me. It's not about me wanting to tell you something. It's about you wanting to get coaching or not. Yes. Yeah. And then I hold back. But I, I would, like me, Habet, like if you say now, be yourself. I would like to tell you. Yes, and yeah. this is exactly what I needed. And this was what I was waiting for. Okay. Uh, and this is exactly what I was waiting for, you know? And okay. this is, yeah. yes, and we met in the middle somehow. If she would not be afraid, it would not be real, Habit. Okay. And when she said, I'm afraid, it's like, yes, great. This is how yeah. it works. If you're not afraid, you're dead. You're numbing yeah. yourself and you don't, you are not alive. So actually when yeah. she feels afraid, you can you, you, actually, yeah, even it's one, it's an emotion or you see her in her adult presence where you can move through the box into her being and, and deliver the message. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Wow. Cool. We are seeing us Very in the cool. other room. Yes. yes. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Habet. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Marcus. Welcome. Great. Everyone is back. Yes. Let's take a deep breath. Arrive here in the space. How did it work? What did you find out? What are there more questions? Put them in the center. And the space is open. I super yeah, I'm very curious. Hmm? I'm very curious to discover what possibility coaching is. I just have this vague, it sounds nice thing about it. And I, I'm, I don't have so much distinction about what it really is. And I had a live experience of it, I think now, because Christina came into our room. I was with Nicole and she said, Nicole, Naomi has been revealing a lot of things and you can give her possibilities. And I was like, oh yeah, that's actually, it would be really nice. I kind of want to learn something right now. And I was like, not, not completely aware of it. And at that moment I became aware that it would be really nice to receive possibilities. 
So maybe that was an experience of possibility coaching. So I'm really looking forward to keep being in this training. Right, thank you. Nicole, you were starting to say something. Yeah, I feel joy because I, I noticed while Naomi and I were going, like sharing back and forth that it, it started to become almost as if we were both holding space as the coach and the client at the same time. And some, I felt so many things like relax in me about just discovering that I'm not alone in having different places of being stuck and challenges. And there was, I got so much clarity hearing about where Naomi's edges and where she's stuck because there's so much about it that was similar for me. And just the value of having these kinds of conversations ongoingly with other space holders so that so that more clarity can even be happening. And there was something also about the distinction between when an emotional healing process is happening and when possibility coaching is happening and we haven't found the, the, the emotion doorway yet. And, and this is my edge is like, partly is about accepting that nothing's going wrong if we haven't found the doorway yet. And if it's not turning into an emotional healing process, if it's just about distinctions coming into the mental body and then learning me learning to use my anger in order to, to, um, to not just hold the space, but be in the space as part of the space to fill the space more often. Yeah, and thank you, Nicole, for saying this, because actually this is so often at the beginning of like when, when clients are just starting, they need distinctions. They need the distinctions that they actually can start to feel one day. And they, they need the space inside of their mental construct to get enough matrix so that their, their system and also their nervous system slows down enough so that they can do the next step. And even when someone is very evolved, there's always this leading edge where actually more distinctions and clarity is needed so that the next step gets really opened up and get clear in front of their eyes. It's like really painting the picture in front of their eyes. And it doesn't matter if it's a, a kind of a newbie or uh, someone who has already more experience. And, and um, what, I, what I thought very often with people who have, have already the distinctions, they were in ETB and labs and they, they, I thought they already have it. It's always different when you land again the distinction because you're landing in a new matrix. You're landing them on a different level and they get something different. Even my box would say, it makes no sense to say the box, for example, the box distinction again. It would not make sense. This people, this person already knows it. That's just your box tricking you. So say it, if, if it's necessary in this space, say the next distinction, 
and and then go from there it's like it's really for me it's this one step after the other so that the stair can be built up it's like the next plateau the next distinction is the next plateau and sometimes it needs kind of the um how do you it's, it's a step in a stair it's steps right yeah so it needs some steps so that the next door for an emotional healing process or an initiation process is even possible and and exactly this is also the um what i want to to open the uh, the door to that it's not always about an emotional healing process in possibility coaching there is a lot about giving distinctions and going into mimetic constructs or finding out um inner technologies which are emotional yes there's always feelings involved and or emotions and the approach it's not just like hunting kind of the doorway to the emotion and dive into and then kind of track back in time in, into the space where it happened but it can be also going into the mental construct like the mimetic construct and then from there looking at from different kind of angles and and of course the, the the emotion is is also there and drives the process further but um yeah we, we're gonna we're gonna practice this we're gonna practice this because we have all mimetic constructs so we can we can fail forward in this practice having no idea how it works and we do it anyway and we fail graciously in in front of us <laughs> and we are in the leading edge it's yay. like yay <laughs> and um today i had a I, I did another mimetic construct um process with a woman and it, it was so different than the others before i did and mainly it's like a part of of a process of an emotional healing process it's a part of it and there we just dived into into this mimetic construct which was already mm, seen before in another in, in another process and i learned that mm, the, yeah I, I will share what i learned in the next in the next um uh practice space about that um I want to catch yeah. up a necessity that I yeah. just heard, and it is with um, I, I I came up with a different metaphor for what you were just saying with the steps, and the kind of like the necessity is it to what I heard is like to rename the distinctions or to reland them, like again and yes. again. And what I saw was more like imagine you would walk into in the snow and if you like you'd come back the day later maybe the there's snow again on where your last step was so so that you really landing the distinctions kind of means more to actually imprint more and more the the step that you where you are right now and that it's not a lost um repetition kind of to to rename this like every time you see it's needed yes yeah Thank you for this metaphor. It's a deepening. It's a yeah. deepening in, in, in this. Uh, yeah, it's like to to get it even deeper in ourselves on a different level. Yeah, thank you. Any other findings? Maren, 
Mage Maren, what did you find? Um, it's interesting if you say about the deepening, um, if, if you make the imprint, um, um, we made um, to, 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 um, to water the plants uh, in, as, a, as, a, as a session uh, to make um, imprints for um, the ETB um, maps again and again. And it was interesting really to name it, to, to water the, the plants only, only to, to add it to that. Yeah. Um, I um, discovered um, in our space uh, two things. Uh, the first is that the It is like like um, if if there is an opening question, uh, it's like being getting blind in in a, in a new in, in a new space, and and if you uh, watch this in, in the space with other senses, then you see something more. If you stand every time in front of the door about the same question, then you couldn't see couldn't find another way. So you stand every time at the same at the same door, and if you make an, this opening question and getting blind in at first after while you are speaking, uh, then you find new things, and then you're happy about every distinction you you will hear in the situation, uh, and 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 it's made like uh, like a new new building again. So it's. Uh, and Marin, what, what did you mean? Do you mean like the deepening or the opening question? The question I gave you, or another one? Um, in general. In, in general. So in, in the situation, it has been in different times. If if you have a question which 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 really opens, it's like it's a question who um, first uh, don't say accept a meme. Which which I have in my mind. If the other person asks me a question, an opening question, uh, it's uh, that that it doesn't accept my my meme I have in my mind and ask what I you really want to want to say, and then it comes something new, because then I then I build up while I speak, and that's something different than um, before uh, I had in my mind, um, or my habit. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So you're bypassing your box. Yes. Okay. Great. Uh, are you talking about speaking from the unknown, Marin? Mm, for me, it's another feeling to, from the speaking from the unknown. It's a speaking uh, from from. It's a special space in myself. Uh, I have um, which I think with. It's not my mental body. It's to uh, to think with my senses, and uh, if I find this space, it's like the space where I make make just create art. For example, if I stay in front of a picture and I start to paint, and I don't know what to paint, um, but that's that's something different as speaking from the unknown. I think for me, it's okay. another sense. 
it's a, I would say it's maybe it's a special territory in your unknown. This, okay. is how, <laughs> this is how I perceive it because it's still from the unknown. You go, you go with the fear, you go, in, you tap into, I don't know, but not in the mental, I don't know, which is blocking, but you let it work. And then you are doing your art. Great. And, and do I understand it right? That you ask a question, like you ask a question. No, you let the person ask you a question and then you ask something back. Mm, no, we made it. Uh, no, um, I, 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 as a client, ask my question. Yes. So at, for, at first that the client could say, uh, the, 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 the possibilitator could say um, and started a question again. And while the space has been opened that, that I spoke, then, then there has been also the, the opening before. And afterwards, the question is What do you asked, mean by, Marin, what do you mean by this, this opening? This is interesting. It is like get it's the getting into an, a connection. Okay. It's not only being alone. If I don't, if I think for my own and not being alone, then then something started. Okay. I couldn't explain it better. Thank it's, you. It's really like speaking from the unknown at the moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't feel like a mage at the moment. Thank you for doing it anyway. <laughs> we are all in the discovery. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Who's next? Who discovered something else? Yeah, I, I discovered that something that is holding me back is the depth of the space. When I uh, feel that my client is um, not uh willing or able or ready to receive more then it's holding me back um then i start getting into my mind and i think like okay i cannot say this or it's um it would be offensive or uh, the client will block it like I'm, I'm i get very cautious and what i got now from the feedback or the possibilities or no, be before that, I realized, uh, Christina, you came in and the space shifted for me because it's, it, yeah, like in a way, it become more dimensional somehow with the third person, of course. And I, I could feel that I could speak deeper into the space. And then I got this coaching that I, from you, Christina, that I can speak through the box of the being. I like through the box to the being of the person and I'm still struggling with that because um, I find it somehow invasive I, I know how I react to that when people do that and I have this story that um, I don't know what what's the story I think it's it's somehow weird, but I will say it. It's it's something like karmic that I think, or I have this story 
that it's the other person's responsibility how much they want to get, right? Like you came in, Christina, and that's why I could say what I what I didn't say before. And that's why the space could hold it somehow. And you asked for the things and whatever. So you called that in. But if the other person wouldn't do that, I, I would feel like I'm invading the other person. And then I'm taking the responsibility. Do you understand? Because the other person has their own responsibility too. So if they don't want to go deeper, okay, I respect that. I'm like, okay, then you get that. Yes, totally. And I, I open the, the door. It's like we are teamwork. Like who had this situation already with a client? You're, st you're standing there and you think they are not ready. Um, yes. And I don't know what kind of story. Great. What did you do? What worked? Yes. <laughs> Five hands. <laughs> Yeah. So what did you do and what worked? One time I, this was just yesterday, I, I, I felt the fear that they, of the story that they weren't ready. And I, I just slowed right down and said, I, I have something to say that I feel scared to tell you in case it's a lot for you. And, and I'm, I want to do it. Do you have resistance to hearing? And she said, no, go ahead, tell me. And, and then I just kind of like, almost like cl energetically closed my eyes and said it and then opened my eyes and, and she was sitting there nodding, just saying, wow, wow, thank you. Yeah, wow. And she could see herself more, more of herself. Yeah, thank you. Any other findings, techniques? Yes, for me, when I have that story already, like this is enough for you, or the next thing may be too big, or yeah, whatever that is, for me, like, I already know that I'm in my head, and now it's a it's a conversation on what what the next step uh, is going to be. So the way how I navigate through that is to center myself and go back to my fear. Uh, go straight to the fear and from the fear, navigate what is needed now. Anyway, in a sense. Because there is, in the fear, there is no longer a conversation. I'm no longer having that conversation if I connect to my own feelings. Can you say more about the intensity, Natalia, of the fear? Like how much percentage do you use so that this is happening, that you said there's no conversation anymore? Mm, like 15, 20%. Great. I think this is also a very good indicator because 5% will not work. It's not no. enough. No, it's, then still I am. Yeah. Yes. I have the logic conversation yes. and 5% of fear. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it needs a specific intensity. Like for me, it's actually 30 to 35. Like to, to lean, like this is for me, what worked is less is like, okay, like 
I can still, <laughs> my brain is still jumping over. Yeah, I think it depends how how loud my brain is talking. Yeah. So it can get even higher. Yes. Great. Some other findings. I, I want to add something more. I, if I has been in, in my talk, uh, I find out for myself that I get sad as a, if I if I hold space um, if if that I see a lot of gap uh, gaps and uh, which are there and I feel myself like um, not fulfilling uh, everything I could do and if if I hear now hear about um, that the persons uh, don't step into the, um, the the possibilities which are possible because they, um, they, 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 they block or perhaps it's too much for them, um, then um, I for myself really is, uh, stay there and I have nearly out, nearly 20%. It's the same in me. Uh, and uh, I made the experience that the people, if I really, I only stand there as, as, as a um, as a mother with a child who who's, who want try to jump into the water, just stand there and wait and wait and and ask perhaps a different question, and then the person starts uh, from a from a side I never accepted uh, to the um, um, to a process which is nearby which I have had had been done. So the person has has an the the process has an own. Uh, um, intelligence, I would say, uh, to um, enfalten, um, unfolding, un un unfold uh, for himself. So the per person will, because I don't uh, make the in invasion to the other person, make a make a, make a bigger step as before as I, as I would go my my concept. Yeah. Yeah, thank and you, you do that by asking a different question, making a pause and waiting for the space to unfold. Yeah. Is that how it works? Mm. Okay. I just wait with which impulse will come. From you or from the client? It, it both. Takes <laughs> from both. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I want to add a, a, an experience also, and I don't know what I'm going to say, but it has to do with working with clients who are new to feelings work and my fear that they won't be able to go into a feeling because I'm scanning that that is new. And then I I tell them that I'm going to invite them to, to do it. And for example, to go into anger, and yeah, to, we're, we're just going to try it and then they try. And sometimes I ask them to, to go anyway, even if it feels weird. And then I, and I'm not pushing them, but I'm asking them to try that. And then they go. And I, and I, I, at many moments, I ask them to tell me what is going on in their body and to reconnect to their body and share something. And then sometimes they give me clues about, for example, oh, I haven't, oh, it's, uh, it's not coming out. And then I find an energetic block. So I, I ask them to go in their edge without 
without um, demanding that they manage. And that's a tricky line because if I just ask them to try, it can be that they don't really go there. Hmm. And I sense, yeah, it's really a love thing. I ask them to go there and then I also give them distinctions. Um, I give them distinctions and I, I think the key is asking them to keep reconnecting to their body as we do this and tell me what is going on. So then they start talking about the resistance they feel and then we explore what kind of feeling is that or is there an energetic block or, yeah. So it's really like I, I take it like an experiment approach to make it somehow safe and to make them experiment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you, Naomi. Like what, what I figured is that, especially when it's on the kind of on the distinction level, that um, it's like I, I would need to paint a door and, and give them the X on the map. This is what, how I understood it, Habet. It was on like when you want to give them the X on the map and then the, the, the questions are coming up like, or like this, um, oh, I'm, I'm too much or I'm, uh, I cannot say this. This is how I get it. And, and when, when I tune into this, this um, when, when I have a person in front of me, I, I ask them and say, okay, uh, because they are already here. They are already sitting in front of me and they are asking for this. They are paying for getting the truth. They, they want this. It's not that they have no, no. So they are already here needing their X on the map and, and they want to get real. And this is also what I told you. And, and the thing is that sometimes you can paint pictures and I'm opening three doors and sometimes they don't want to go through. And then I also say, okay, I, I think I, I can not help you. This I also already did once. It's not so often happening, but yeah, it happens. And what I also do is then when I, when I think, okay, I did everything what I can, I ask the person, what question can I ask you so that you um, give me the next key? And even they don't know what this means, this shifts the space. And then they give me the, they give me the invitation. It's like when, and because sometimes you have these boxes which are so resistant that exactly the, your fear is telling you kind of, okay, I need to, I need to shift the game. And I also um, saw that you like, it, it is, it probably might be a mind construct also or an EHP, like a doorway also to, to check why, why you hold back why you're holding back, because actually they are sitting in front of you and saying, Habet, give me everything. This is why I'm paying you. Right? <laughs> why, why you should hold back. And, and it's not you. It's not you. It's like when, you, yeah, it's actually when, when you are concerned, then your box is speaking. Or your gremlin, like, yeah. Cool. I have a question. Yes. The space, because 
you just there are some questions that are shifting the space and you just gave an example of that such as what question can i ask you or in my experience when there is a blockage for example in the body or whatever that is i ask my if i give them if i if i'm guiding them and giving them possibility and it doesn't work then i ask them directly what has to be done for you for that block to be removed yes and my question is what are the questions that you have what yeah what are the questions that you use to shift that space and in the exact way like this question does or maybe in completely different way they're just those keys like those those key questions great curiosity about that me too natalia thank you for giving me the next key and we are going in breakout rooms <laughs> and we are diving exactly into this question that's amazing and we are asking us each other this question and then we are gathering it together and we have a bunch of amazing awesome questions afterwards and if we are not yes if you are not doing it because like in time i i, I really want to give you time for this like seven minutes seven minutes and we don't finish until 8 30 then i'm opening a document and then everyone is typing into and then we have this amazing shifts shift shaping spaces questions list great super yes it's a yes for me too so so okay so we have I put in 15 minutes, don't be confused. You have seven minutes each. And the question is, what are the questions, what you use to shift the space and navigate the space? Which are the, yeah, which are the best questions to shift and navigate the space? Okay, have fun. Oh no. Yeah, I, I, I took the oh no for uh, I don't uh, I didn't Chrissy, I didn't yeah like but you can sorry okay how can I, I cannot go I back can, but but, but yeah. I can I can whoop. I'm because I thought you were making mm -hmm. making a mistake yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like okay I don't take but on the on the right side on the button you uh, unten müsstest du unten I see yeah I have now cool. <laughs> English, okay. Yes, please. Yes. Speak English, Sorry. yes. Or um and then I'm I'm like inviting about okay, and how exactly like what would you use for it? Like I, I had an example like taking out the block, you know, and like uh, you know, like how would you how would how would you do this exactly? And um Oops. She's here. Okay, she's here. Okay. Um, 
Can you um, repeat your last question, please? Mm, no, I'm 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 often like stay. How does that make you feel? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we forgot this one. <laughs> Okay. You may question ping pong. Great. Ping pong, you can jump in. Ah, okay, great. <laughs> How would I feel in your shoes? Oh, beautiful. Where does that bring you? Where where do you end up with this? What's your biggest fear? Yeah. What would be the most dangerous thing you can imagine? What can happen? Yeah. And often I use what we, especially with newbies, because they are not so used to the language and they are not blocking it instantly. I say, mm, what would be so bad about this? Even there's not bad and good, but they are telling themselves still like, okay. yeah, then this and that. And then they are revealing what, what stories they have. Mm. Or like, if this would be hundred percent true, what would be so bad about that, or dangerous, or crazy, or? And what's the proof to your story? Yay! A nice one, Natalia. You are typing. I just had one. Yeah, I'm typing. <laughs> uh, but I just had one, and yeah, now it's gone. What did you say again, Havid? What's the proof to your story? Oh, yes. That's... Okay, but I will stick to the rule now and I will just write it down if I have something so that yours don't go, don't be gone. Yeah, so I'm hopping further. One of the classic Enjoy. Ones. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying this because... Hello. Hello. I'm saying this because <laughs> I was in the possibility team with Patricio, with the Spanish-speaking possibility team, and he was coaching somebody to really find the distinction between this is a voice, this is my past, this is the here and now. Okay, you're feeling your fear in the here and now, and what is your next step in the here and now? Like, feel your fear, and what is the question that you're going to ask now? No, that was a voice. Uh And then helping somebody to, and that really brought me into this like experiential reality thing of, he was like, he told him like, feel your body. And so asking questions that invite somebody to feel what is here and now. I mean, it's, it's such a known thing. And like we talked about it with the imprint in the snow, 
I really felt like, whoa, I re I realized what the here and now is. I like realized it for the first time, you know. Because yeah. I was saying, Christina, I asked, like, I was imagining a question of like, what is the most beautiful sound you're hearing right now? Or what does your pinky feel like? Can you describe yeah. it? The pinky is this a little one then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever body part, yeah. Okay. And like a nice question i'm like what if you pull back your center it's uh, for sure like for more experienced people but like when before there's the story okay the, they are throwing out their center somehow and then okay and especially when it goes to then to the end of the distinctions uh, the, the, the yeah the new decisions that um it's like okay what if you pull really back pull it towards yourself so like grab it and really get it into yourself and from that space connect to your womb and like how would it feel like how how, how does it feel and from that space what question would emerge like this completely yeah pull it and the pull would, and that is would, in the question that would be you doing this as a coach yeah. Or that would be asking your clients, like, what if you pull? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking them, like, what if you pull it back totally into, into your, uh, your body? Like, bring it back. And what would happen if you bring it back? What from that space? What would you then decide? Because before, very often, mm -hmm. they decide something like, I want to do this and that, da, da, da. Um. They are more in this outside still. Mm. And not here, like yeah. A what I'm if here. question? A what if question that brings them to the here and now? Yes. With this decision, for example. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and cool. and what, what I if? think what is totally important is uh, for shifting spaces is to change the bodies and to to, to change the senses, um, because if the people are make that typical way they stand in front of a door then could couldn't go further and if, if we change the um the body or the sense uh, so if the people say, i see that everybody is doing that and what do you hear so so to make make another point of view then the mm -hmm. people really um make another um experience you do ping pong as well right so, we are, no, we, we, we uh, let's change. We, yeah. we, we, we make a change within. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the others yeah. also. So that's why I wrote if you did not change, like now it would okay. be a good time. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, Marin, what questions do you use to shift and navigate the space? Um, if I, uh, at the, 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 a lot of times people came. Uh, I want to know what it really is like for you right here, right now, to, to be in this space where, where you've chosen to put yourself for possibilities and transformation. Is, the things that you've learned about your box and your gremlin and how they keep you from being really real. Mm -hmm. 
what's something that's happening right now about that? you could make yourself more radically known in this space that we've created together. What would, how would you do that? What can you say that would do that, would do? Nicole, um, what about shifting into, like adding to the questions, what we are now searching, a bit more joy? Kind of change the frequency add joy into and check new questions like this territory i think it's it's great yeah. so what about the next territory to harvest using joy yeah like more in this not going to the ehp diving deep but like yeah yeah how, what, what they would become yeah yeah, yeah. If you, if you had it all your way to create an experiment that would take you into great, thank you, brand new territory that would light you up, what would that experiment be? Was this an, um, a question? to go deeper or was it another question? Yes. Yes. It was about to actually, like, what, what would work then? You mean? What, what, would, what would be the example? Yes. You mean so that the space shifted? Yes. Yeah. So I guess um, if he's, uh, he or she thinks, okay, what um, if something, would be other than I um, than I think now. Then she or he gets on another point and has another pers perspective, and he has maybe more possibilities than before. For example, if you would have money, like if you would have enough money, what would be your perspective then? Yes, for example. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. So you have one more minute. Thank you. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. And sometimes, um, so I have a client, he, um, if there come feelings, um, then he normally speaks very uh, fast and try to, to get back from the feeling. And then I ask him, could you please come uh, calm down and take a deep breath and then uh, speak a little bit slower and, f uh, and feel what happened in here or whatever I can see um, how the body react, yeah. To, to, to get the focus on the, on the body, on the feeling and not flow 
flow away with a with a story and with a um, um, fast speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank That's you. Fun. Thank you. Let's go back to the main room. That already already happened. Hello. Hello, Christine. We do a brainstorming because we are inspiring our oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you, you were in the main room. You were in the main room, Monica. Ah, we were. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Let's take all a a big breath. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I look yeah. forward to seeing Just, you in the documents in the telegram. Yes. Bye, I will. Nicole, and thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Nicole. Yeah. For now, for the next minutes, I just want to have like the three or four highlights with like, oh, yes, this is such an amazing question. I never thought about it. These kind of questions and the rest, which is also awesome, but maybe you already know it. We put all in the documents. I will create the document just after the, the session and then you can just copy paste it. Great. Yeah, uh, Monica shared one. It's if you would own your own voice, what would you say? Or mm -hmm. same version, different. If you would own your own power, what would you do? Great. I have one Matt. here written and what is the story you are not telling me right now? Mm. Mm. Marin said, but use the senses in a way that is not logical. Like, how does it smell that the other person grabs you? Because then the gremlin can't react as fast. Mm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mage Maren. Yes. <laughs> Just... can, can you repeat again, please? I, I didn't get it. The use of senses, smelling, hearing, da da da, in an unlogic way, as in mix them up and ask, how does it smell that this happened? Yes, this is this is amazing. Mm -hmm. yes. Maren and I also really agreed that we dislike the question, "What can I do for you?" at least in an emotional healing process. <laughs> and we had fun agreeing on this. And um, we had questions we like to use is just saying this space is for you and waiting or, or asking what's going on for you. Or, um, ah, what was the one you said, Marin? Just saying, so we sit here together and acknowledging that that's the way it is. We had a lot of questions that bring to the now, like, what are you feeling now when you ask this question and saying, so we sit here together is also bringing to the now. Yeah. Naomi, any yes. highlight, like just those are highlights, all our me. highlights. Yes. But like grab, grab one of them and thank you for sharing the, the bunch. Great. I have to share one highlight. It in the question uh, Nicole had was, she was first referring to 
there's a lot that you learned about your box, your being, and your gremlin. What is it that you're experiencing in that right now? Mm. I have we one question. Sorry, go. Can you do it again? Yes. So she first. So I'm suspicious that you already learned a lot about your box and your gremlin and your being. And what is it right now? What is something right now that you're experiencing about them? About them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. How about? Yeah, we went more for the cracking questions, uh, the damn questions. Like, um, do you have enough of it? Are you satisfied that? When will you hit bottom? How comes? Who decides? That's also from our... Hmm. Habet said, what is the proof to your story? Mm. And the last one, is this what you want? Mm. You are really in ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do with our client. <laughs> Okay. okay. Question from Johanna. What I am not willing to see and if I would see it, it will change everything. Mm. Naomi said, where do you feel it in your body? And what is the most beautiful sound right now? What I always use to twist something is like, what's the benefit of it? Somebody's totally in a victim story, totally catch up, caught up in that story. That puts them back into the seat. Yeah. Cool. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And I will open the document and I want to invite everyone saying one word, use your sort of clarity, what you take out of this, what quality of this session you take home. One word. Daring. Forwardness. Distinction. Trust. High level fun. Curiosity. How is Vielfalt in English? Diversity. Diversity. Diversity, yes. Possibilities. Funding. Teamwork. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I feel glad. Yay. <laughs> See you next week. Also, again at seven. Okay. Can you create a, 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 a document we could write in? Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to send you the link and you will have it in seven minutes. <laughs>
<laughs> okay. Okay. See you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.